Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is, Will You Just Decide? With an exclamation mark, will you just decide? My wife, Wendy, and I, we love pets. We've had dogs and cats throughout the years. And and many of our animals have been unable to decide whether they want to be inside or outside. Our current dog, Buddy, who's a schnoodle mixture between a giant schnauzer, standard poodle, he will be outside barking, will open the door. We know he's barking because he wants to come in. Then we open the door and he just wavers. He's indecisive. It's like he says, man, I wanted to come in, but maybe I should be out. We had a cat like that who'd meow at the door. We'd open the door and just sit there for a long time. (laughs) Now, I'm writing a book called Fully Convinced, The Art of Decision-Making, Learning How to Attach Faith to Everything that We Do and Who We Are. It's, I believe it's going to be my most powerful book yet. I've loved all the books I've written. But this one is a timely book. This one is going after doubt, double-mindedness, wavering in, in decisions. And it's. I'm hoping to have it out late August. We're planning to do a online course with this as well on our Igniting Hope Academy com platform. It's going to be strong content for people who want to become more confident in their lives, in who they are, and what they're doing. So we say, the, the question is, will you just decide? This is what Elijah told the children of Israel in 1 Kings 18.21, the King James Version says it this way, How long halt ye between two opinions? How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. If Baal, then follow him. And I'm fascinated by what other translations, how they translate it. The Amplified says, how long will you hesitate between two opinions? The CBS Bible says, how long will you waver between two opinions? The CEV version says, how much longer will you try to have it both ways? The NCB Bible says, how long will you keep jumping from one side to another? Now, Elijah was challenging the people about their relationship with God. He says, hey, if you believe the Lord's God, serve him. If you don't, don't serve serve Baal. And that's such a powerful principle because the most important decision that we will make in our life is whether we'll follow the Lord God, Jehovah God, Jesus. But yet, I want to apply this to other areas. Apply this. Because Elijah's question has spoken to me in many other areas of my life where I waver between two opinions or more than two opinions. And 
you know, like financial decisions, I'll waver. Well, should I have bought that? Should I buy this? Should I spend the money on that? Should I have spent the money on that? And, and there's a wavering that is not good. My identity, who I am. I've been tempted to waver uh, between who God says I am and who my feelings and past experience says I am. We can't have it both ways. Being double-minded means that we believe one thing one day and another thing another day. Other areas where I've wavered is commitments and responsibilities I have. I will waver, like maybe there's students who are going to school, who are listening to this, and there's a wavering of whether you really want to be in school. And you're in school not in faith, but in reluctance, and because you have to be there. That is going between two things. Some days you like it, some days you don't. And when we attach faith to what we're doing and we believe we're supposed to be doing it, it is an antidote to doing our commitments and responsibilities in doubt. How about wavering concerning God's feelings towards me? One day I feel he loves me, the next day I don't feel. Or maybe one week I feel loved by God, I believe I'm loved, and then another week I don't. How about prayers that I've prayed? We sing the song, Waymaker, Miracle Worker, and the phrase that we love is, even if I don't see him working, he's working. Even if I don't feel him working, he's working. And I, I don't know about you, but I'll pray something, and I'll, I know it's in the will of God for, for people's lives, for family members to come to Jesus, breakthrough in physical health for people, and I waver. I waver. Basically, the Lord saying, Steve, how long are you going to live in doubt and double-mindedness about these things? Will you just decide? And I know, I know it's, it's important. And what I'm saying here, you, you say, but Steve, how can we just decide? Well, just calm down, take a deep breath. I, I, will, I will get to that. But doubt is a crippler. Doubt is a crippler. It's the opposite of being fully convinced. James 1.6 is a verse that, that used to depress me. <laughs> it used to, it, it, it says this, but let him ask in faith, and it's talking about wisdom. James 1.5 says, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives generously and without finding fault. And then it says, but let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. And he goes on about saying a double, that person's a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. And again, that used to uh, depress me. This is exciting. And that verse used to depress me. But it has a key, but let them ask in faith with no doubting. Now, what I get excited about when I read something like that, I get excited about the fact that God never tells us to do something 
that he doesn't, that he hasn't already released the grace for us to do. Ask in faith with no doubting. The grace has been released. And so as we think about, you know, these areas of, of how long are you going to waver between two opinions? How long halt ye between two opinions? I, by the way, just even as I'm sharing this right now, I'm seeing teenagers who are listening and God is in this season is going to break double mindedness and doubt off of you and, and break fear off of you. And you are moving into a season of attaching faith to who you are and what God says you can do. <laughs> it's a gift of faith is being released. I believe right now there's a mighty revival of young people. I'm hearing reports of young people, high school students, college-age students. Prayer meetings on college and high school campuses are exploding, and in the fall of 2022 will even explode more. But as we, as we talk about, will you just decide? Now, I did a podcast recently called Decide and He Will Provide. Decide and He Will Provide. And I was talking about finances, talking about callings, passions that we have, what undone thing, what, what stirs your heart, what do you believe, uh, what societal problem do you believe that more people should be focused on and do something about do something about, well, then that's probably an indicator that you are a key to seeing that societal problem change. And I said, but most people believe they don't have enough resources, believe they're not enough, believe that they can't make a dent in that, and therefore they never make a quality decision to do something. I believe this, that when we have a passion for an area to see the, the ruined, the walls rebuilt, ruined cities, broken down walls, and when we make the decision, I'm going to do something about that. I'm going to do something about that. When we make the decision, then provision follows quality decisions. And I believe it's the same way with these areas where we're doubting and double-minded. I do this from time to time when I start feeling doubt and double-mindedness growing in me uh, about my beliefs, about me, about what I'm doing, maybe about how I'm approaching a, a relational situation, what I'm doing with my money, what I'm doing with my time, uh, whether I, I'm following the Lord's leading in a particular, I'll, I'll list every area where I am in doubt or double-mindedness. I'll put them on a paper or write them on a computer. And, and, and then I will look at each one. I'll take the most important things. And, and then I will decide what to do. I'll decide. And sometimes it takes a while to decide. In my book, Fully Convinced, The Art of Decision-Making that I'm writing right now, 
I speak a lot about clarifying our options. We clear, when we're in a place, whether it's in a decision that we're making, maybe a big decision, what we're going to be doing in the future, we're sensing a transition, but we don't know uh, which, whether to stay or go, or maybe it's a smaller decision on there's a relationship in the family where there's a challenge and I don't know whether I should say something, whether I shouldn't say something. Those kind of decisions, those are, we clarify our options on what we can do. And then we put all the God reasons in there, scripture that relates. We put all the logical reasons why this is a, each option is a good decision or a bad decision, any supernatural phenomenon that gets in there, like dreams, prophetic words, unusual coincidences that we know is God. And then we write those under the options, and then we conclude. Most decision-making and most deciding is concluding what the Lord wants us to do. Very few of us hear audible voices. <laughs> I have a, a hand written on a wall for us to read, you know, a heavenly hand. But most decision-making is concluding to the best of my ability. I've asked for wisdom. I believe God's going to give wisdom. I've asked for wisdom in faith, not doubting. I know it's coming. And we, we do that. And then we decide. We decide. And then we attach faith to what we've decided. And I say, hey, Lord, you know, this is what I've decided. I'm a, this is what I believe you want me to do. And I don't know if you're like me, but man, there's been, there's things that I believe he said one thing. And then uh, a couple days later, either because of negative feelings or circumstances, I begin to doubt. And, and then I'll re-ask him or I won't live by what I believe he has said. That thing is, we can't take that tendency with us. And I say, hey, Lord, if you want to change my mind, you can change my mind, but you cannot change my mind through negative feelings or negative circumstances, only through an, another God story, something that's so clear from you. And, and just all of these areas, this, this will you just decide is something that is like even the examples that I give, I, I've given. Don't, don't be in relationships. Don't be doing things in doubt. You know, sometimes I feel, well, yeah, but there's no, there's no good options. <laughs> yeah, I felt that way. But, but there is. There is. And so this whole, this whole teaching today is, is one that I believe is, is crucial to us. Matthew 4, 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. The quality of our lives depend on, depend on our identifying what we believe God is saying to us. And these, what we, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds in the mouth of God. And so I live by his promises 
his my biblical identity and I live by what I believe he's told me to do and what he's told me to believe about me, my prayers, my circumstances. And as we decide and we say, Lord, I, I am going on a journey. I believe you said you'd give me wisdom and thanking him every day. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to have wisdom. Thank you that I'm going to know what to do. Thank you. I'm going to know what to believe. Thank you that you're, you're strengthening me in the areas of indecisiveness and wavering and doubt and double-mindedness. Wow. What a joy to be able to minister this to you today in our teaching from Igniting Hope Ministries. And if you like these podcasts, YouTube lives, why don't you tell somebody else about them? And I thank you so much for so many people who've encouraged us. And if you're not signed up for our newsletter and you want to be, you can go to ignitinghope.com and you'll get my weekly blog, weekly podcasts. You'll know about materials that, that we're doing. We have a ton of free material on that website. And we've got a few things coming up. I want you to know about Connie Jones from our team. Our leader de development director is starting a course here in mid-May called Reigning in Life. It's a great course with Wendy Backlund. going to be on frequently with her. It's an online course, two, three hours a week you have for that course. We'll get you... Uh, reigning in life. She's a woman of revelation, a woman of breakthrough. She's been such a blessed part of our team. And then my brother, Phil Backlund, Dr. Phil Backlund, he's the other Dr. Phil. We are going to be doing our culture of empowerment course using our updated version, the culture of empowerment, business and organizational version. We're doing a 12-week course starting the first week in June. There's going to be powerful reading, video every week, three podcasts every week. It's made for people on the go. It's our strongest leadership course, the culture of empowerment, how to build big people, how to champion people. Again, it's three or four hours a week. That, that would be a, it's a course for businesses, a course for organizational leaders, family leaders, church leaders, anybody who wants to do relationships well. Audrey, so glad that this was a blessing to you. And I want to thank everybody for listening to this message. And we here at Igniting Hope Ministries are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. Our hope level determines our influence level, and he owes the most hope, has the most influence. And I, also, I want to remind you that the joy of the Lord is your strength. You don't need strength at the end of the battle. You need strength in the middle of the battle. For pretty much everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. <laughs> joy in a more convenient season, I will call for you. Now, I don't need strength at the end of the battle. I'll say it again. I need it in the middle. And, you know, for all of us, there's, there's reasons why we shouldn't be joyful. Obviously, we mourn 
We have seasons of mourning. We weep with those who weep. But if it's a lifestyle, then we're being robbed of strength. And we, we stir up the joy of the Lord through thanksgiving, focusing more on what we have than don't have. And we stir up the Lord, the joy of the Lord by delighting in the Lord. Psalm 37, verse 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. The delighting is happening with unfulfilled desires, things we're believing for, things we want to see happen. We're delighting in that season, and it's a key. It's a sign of soul prosperity, and it's that delighting that helps release the desire to be fulfilled. And the delighter is a magnifier of God, not a magnifier of the problem. The, the delighter's mantra is, Woo-hoo! Lord, I can't wait to see what you're going to do about this. I can't wait to see what you're going to do in my finances, in my body, in my, in my family, in my nation, in my church. I can't wait to see what you're going to do in that specific challenge. I'm excited, God, about that. Wow. We've been doing something for the last few months on these podcasts. It's, I'm teaching, uh, modeling how five seconds of faith-filled prayer is more powerful than 30 minutes of non-faith-filled prayer. And so I want, I just, I'm, I'm doing this kind of selfishly too, because you guys have been praying for us and we feel it. We just had a great conference, the Abounding Hope and Joy Conference, Wendy and I did. And by the way, if you want that material, if you want that material, you can go to ignitinghopeacademy.com and you can get the video of that. If you can't find it, email us at info at ignitinghope.com. But we've felt your prayers. We've felt your prayers. Tamara, thanks so much for encouraging us here on the YouTube channel and about the conference. Thank you for your love. And so would you take five seconds of faith-filled prayer and pray for my wife, Wendy, and me, our Igniting Hope team. We, we're we're going to change the world, and you're going to help us through your prayer. So why don't you pray right now? Amen, amen. Thank you so much. Thank you for praying for us. If you would ever want to sow a financial seed into Igniting Hope and help us move this ministry forward, help us move this ministry forward, you can go to ignitinghope.com and you can find the give button. I love you all praying for you today, praying for breakthrough, praying for freedom, praying for open doors and just praying for being fully convinced like never before. Will you just decide my dog, buddy, you just, uh, you barked, you want in. And you are hesitating between two opinions. <laughs> Thank you that you're freeing Buddy from that. God bless you. Goodbye. Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind.